Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. We told you this would happen. We thought maybe it would happen before Wednesday when the new league year started, but it happened. Chris Godwin gets his, what is now considered a long-term deal, three years, $60 million, $40 million guaranteed, and he's going to be a Buccaneer with some security now. He'll even be a free agent. I think he'll still be 30 or below, something like that, in about three years. This made too much sense. I knew it would happen because if you're Chris Godwin and you're literally rehabbing every day from a torn ACL after playing under the franchise tag, why do you want to just be guaranteed the 19.2? You know, if if last year taught you anything, it's that you need to grit as much guaranteed money as there's available, and it turns out there was plenty of it, $40 million. And if you get healthy, maybe you, maybe you don't have your best year coming back this year. Maybe it's next year, Right. Well, then the next year, you're going into your free agent year. And you can do this all again. So I was happy for Chris. It was funny because, you know, we we sort of have this thing, and I I can't think of the term, Steve. You know how they say when reporters cover the White House, there's a word, there's a term for it, and I know people listening to this podcast will know it immediately. You you idiot. Um, It's kind of an all clear, right? The media kind of checks in with with, uh, uh, you know with the White House, and they say, okay, that's that's it for Mm, the night. They put a lid on it. They put a lid on it. There you go. Thank you. See, how hard was that? I just need to ask somebody. So they put a lid on it. So I'm kind of going back and forth uh, with Mike Greenberg, their vice president of football ops that does all the contracts. They go, hey, man, should I look for news tonight? Is it gonna, you know, what do you think? Because it's been a long day, long three days, whatever. He goes, no, you know, just a lot of paperwork, man. And, and, and by the way, if there's a man that has not been to bed in three days or four days in this town because he's working, not because he's on a bender or something, it's that poor guy. I mean, Mike Greenberg, I, I know everybody, and rightfully so, praises Jason Light, and he's done a great job, and Jason is in charge of everything over there as a general manager. But Mike Greenberg is the one that has to put pen to paper or you know, agree to all these terms and all these contracts, which are not always, always that simple. And he's got a newborn at home, and, and, and so shout out to Mike because he, he has not slept in about a week. No, but, no, 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 no. He's got a newborn at home. Shout out to his wife. <laughs> yep, there you go. Because she hadn't slept in two weeks or a month or however long the baby is. Yeah. And, and she's got more there. than one, too. And he's not there. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, shout out to her. But um, but they got it done. And, you know, I'm, I'm happy for Chris. I don't know if you saw there was a post on IG by, by his wife, Mariah, um, that, that said, mm-hmm. you know, what what is true, um, that, you know, the guy just, I mean, from, they were together from the time she's known him since he was 14 years old. And he had said, you know, I'm, I'm going to do this. I'm going to go to the NFL. I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to, I don't care where I go, where I'm drafted. I'm going to make it as a player. I'm going to get to that. I'm going to play four years. I'm going to get to that big contract. And actually he had to play five years <laughs> and got to that big contract, but he did it. And, and he's done it with, with humility and he's done it with maturity beyond his years. And there couldn't be anybody in Tampa Bay that's not happy for Chris Godwin 
because because he does it the right way. And mm-hmm. now now they know he's got to get healthy, and you know we'll see if he's able to pull that off. But um, and it saved him a ton of money in the salary cap. That's the main thing. You know, they couldn't have nineteen point two sitting there. No, they have lots of savings on the salary cap lately. Yeah, they did. Mike Evans for the fourth year. Four, one, two, three, four. Mike Evans agreed to restructure his contract, and it's not a big sacrifice. Let's be honest. I think he had a base salary of around fourteen million. Take most of that up front. Saved him about, I think, ten and a half million on this year's cap. Um, you know, there's some big dead money. You know, pushed forward again, and that's what this is about. You know, everybody's like, "Well, how do they do it? How do they do it?" Well, the bill will come due. Uh, it does for every team except the Bucks and New Orleans. Apparently, <laughs> you see. We'll get into this in a minute because as we're doing this podcast on a Thursday uh, afternoon, late afternoon, Deshaun Watson still has not committed yet, although I think he's very close to committing to the New Orleans Saints or the Atlanta Falcons. I would guess the Saints. It's not the Browns. We know that. He he ruled out the Browns. He let the Browns know that he was exercising his no-trade clause to them. And talk about a dumpster fire in the Browns. Right, right. Because now Baker Mayfield's asked for a trade, and they're saying, yeah, we're not trading you. Yeah. So how awkward is that, right? Hey, honey. Uh, you know, I had a girlfriend. I thought we were going to get married. We didn't, so I'm coming back home, and we're going to stay married. Yeah, okay. Um, it just, yeah, it's, there's some bad feelings there. Maybe ultimately Baker gets traded, but I don't know what the Browns would do for a quarterback. That's the thing. But they stuck, they stuck their necks out there, man. I get, you know, they were they were all in and trying to get Deshaun Watson, and I think ultimately, I mean, Atlanta has some appeal to him. And again, by the time you hear this, maybe it's all it's probably all said and done. Um, but I could see Atlanta's appeal being home, growing up, probably a Falcons fan, even from Georgia, all that. Uh, Carolina, I think, is out as well. I don't think he's going to Carolina. Watch him go to Carolina. I think it's between them and the Saints, uh, Atlanta and the Saints. And my guess is he'll end up in New Orleans. And if he does, and this is the question that we posed, I think, yesterday, and it's a good one, and, I, and, and actually I think it was a mailback question we received, kind of making this point. Would you trade... Now, again, there's no absolutes, right? The Bucks were just one of many teams that were investigating Deshaun Watson. It may have been, had they had Brady not come back, they may have actually gone and met with him and tried to sell him on, on the Bucks, right? Um, but that said, would you rather, let's play a game of would you rather, what do I hear that every morning? Would you rather Tom Brady for one more season or the potential of Deshaun Watson for maybe eight seasons? I'll take Brady. Okay, and why? Because you could absolutely win the Super Bowl this year. You could. That's true. There's no guarantee that Deshaun Watson can get you that far. And and not it's not saying it's a guarantee Tom Brady would, but we know how many Super Bowls he, he's won seven. Won seven. Been, been to, to 10. eleven. Ten. Is it ten? Yeah. Yeah. I, I was the Manning quote I saw today. Someone was asking Manning about Peyton Manning about uh, Tom Brady. He said, "If it wasn't for my mother, Olivia Manning, he'd have eleven of them." Because <laughs> Eli won two and Peyton won two. <laughs> That's, true. That's true. Yeah, uh, but yeah, I mean, I would, I would. Tom Brady. Look, there's. You have to have the quarterback to win the Super Bowl in the NFL today. Deshaun Watson's got all the skills in the world. Mm-hmm. He might be able to become that quarterback that can get you to the Super Bowl on a consistent or fairly consistent basis. But I mean, if Aaron Rodgers hasn't done it in over ten years, 
and many will say he's the best quarterback in football and has been for years. MVP four times, yeah. Mm-hmm. But he can't get to the Super Bowl. He hasn't been there, what, since 2009? Mm-hmm. You know, there's no guarantee because Deshaun Watson's really talented he can get you there. Because there's, I think there's a lot of it's the team and, and the organization, but a lot of it's there's an it factor to quarterbacks. It doesn't matter how far behind Tom Brady is. And it seems like the bigger the moment is, the cooler he gets. Mm-hmm. The more in control he is. You know, when, when they came back against the Rams, did anyone think they weren't going to win that game? As he's mounting that comeback. Now, the defense, two bad play calls. One slip and a horrible cover zero play call. And the Rams ended up kicking a field goal to win it as time expired. But even when he started the comeback, you're like, oh, he's coming back. I mean, you just there's something about Tom Brady that most quarterbacks don't have. And, and, and he does it. It's not like he's done it occasionally. He does it consistently. Sometimes it doesn't work out like it didn't against the Rams this year. But I'll take my chances with one year of Tom Brady knowing the pieces you have around him. Mm-hmm. Now, I, I would I like Deshaun Watson for eight to ten years? Sure. But I, I don't know what I'm getting. I mean, you know, he has, he's got to the playoffs in, in Houston. But I don't think it's been a great organization or a lot of talent around him. So I don't know if you can judge him yet. Yeah. Well, I, I mean, I, I think – First of all, I don't necessarily disagree with you. I, I, I've thought about this a little bit. I think you're right. Um, certainly for this year, I would take Tom Brady. Mm-hmm. Long term, who's to say, right? But you're right. Not, well, not who's many to say Brady doesn't play more than one year, too? Well, he could, but but let's just, you know. I mean, we didn't think he was going to be back at all. Deshaun Watson, I, you know, this year would be a miracle if he were to take that team and go deep into the playoffs with it in this sense, one, he's dealing with more than, than just picking a team. Yeah. He may not have been indicted by a federal grand jury. There are 21 or 22 civil suits pending against him for some really yicky stuff. And he's going to have to deal with that. And when he does, whether he does or he doesn't, the NFL, in my opinion, is absolutely going to suspend him. Forget about last year. It had nothing to do with anything. They're not going to mitigate what a suspension will be. Don't need a conviction. Don't need a federal uh, a criminal charge. Read the personal um, conduct policy. He has put himself, his team, the league, everybody in a bad situation. Um, at, at minimum, use poor judgment. And I think they're going to give him six games, and maybe they reduce it down to four, whatever. But I don't think I don't think he's going to play the entire season. I think he's going to start on the on the commissioner's list. So there's that, okay? Now, could the Saints overcome that? They could. They absolutely could. The Saints, as a result of getting Deshaun Watson, look at his contract. It's massive. Mm-hmm. Like, he's already gotten the big money, right? It's coming now, $35 million, $45 million the next year. So you're going to have a team that, you know, just has gotten out from under the Drew Brees uh, salary cap pushbacks. And they're going to have more, you know, of a of a problem. And they've been, you know, as we do this on Friday, they've been they've been clearing salary cap space as much as they can um, on Thursday, rather, to try to create space for Deshaun Watson. But it's going to be tough to to hang on to some of your free agents if you're paying your quarterback top dollar, which they are. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then, and like you said, I think New Orleans is really good. They've had this team's number. It's not Sean Payton calling plays. Uh, it's a different dynamic than than what they've had there with Drew Brees. 
we'll see how that goes. I think they're a talented football team, especially on defense. And Deshaun will, will no doubt um, give them a chance probably every year uh, a- after that. But will they be relevant? Yeah, they'll be relevant in, in, in some of a, you know, at first in a, in a dubious way because of he'll likely to be suspended and, and there'll be even people in New Orleans or wherever he lands not happy that he's there. So there'll be that kind of news cycle, right, the first year. Uh, with Tom Brady? Turn on a TV. Turn on a TV and tell me who they're going to talk about. How relevant is this franchise for a third straight year? Where two years ago they won the Super Bowl. Last year, 14 games. Again, one bad call, slip, whatever, from, from maybe going back to a second straight Super Bowl. And you're absolutely right. They have a better chance with one, even if it's just one final year with Tom Brady of going to a Super Bowl then I would say Deshaun Watson will have in eight years. Simply because there's just not a lot of quarterbacks that mm-hmm. can get there. You mentioned it, Aaron Rodgers. How hard is it to get back? Mm-hmm. It's really hard. You have a proven commodity. Tom Brady could put a second Lombardi trophy in three years uh, You know, at one buck place. He could do it. And they know he could do it. And, and their team, regardless, sellouts every week. Uh you know, optimism through the roof. And the matchups on national TV, you know, we mentioned the quarterbacks they're going against. I mean, holy cow, the, you know, Patrick Mahomes and Joe Burrow and Kyler Murray and, you know. Matthew uh, Stafford. Dallas and, uh, yeah, Stafford and, and Dak Prescott. It's just, and you go on and on. And, yeah, maybe Deshaun Watson twice. Well, and you but, brought up, you brought up one of the, the most important parts about Tom Brady. And, and for what, you know, Maybe it's because of his wife and whatever else, but he plays for twenty five million a year. Twenty five million, not forty, yes. not forty five, not fifty. That's right. I mean, twenty five million dollars to be able to spend on your team is a lot. It's a ton, and it's salary cap dollars. You know, mm-hmm. it's not it's not like dollar for dollar salary cap yeah. room. I mean, easily look, Aaron Rodgers for as great as he is, he's going to take the fifty million. Like he's not leaving, he's not leaving money on the table to resign guys. And that's going and, and the other thing is this. I don't know what the recruiting power of Deshaun Watson will be. I know this. Chris Godwin said it, you know, he it was he had already been franchised, but as far as doing a long-term deal, I assure you he's going to say it was a factor when we talked to him. Um, Carlton Davis said it Carlton was a Davis re-sign? said it was a factor. Russell Ryan Gage. Jensen said it was a factor. So, from here forth, any any free agent that signs is going to do so in large part because they want to win a damn ring. Or they're going to stay here because they want to have another chance at a ring with this guy. So the, already Jensen signed for three years. Godwin signed for three years. Um, you know, you go down the line. And these guys are coming back, and, they're, and they're, they're gonna, they may out, you know, their careers are going to go beyond, beyond Brady's. But because Tom Brady came here, a lot of these guys came back that might have gone elsewhere. So I think that's significant as well. Now, it sounds like Homer Radio, right? I mean, like, you know, well, I like Brady Burgundy, but I'd take, I'd take Tom Brady for 10 games over Deshaun Watson for 25 years, you know, that kind of thing. I don't want to sound like an idiot, and that's how they sound, by the way. But I, I, I think what this franchise, the recognition it's going to get, as bright as the light's going to be, I think, and I do, I think New Orleans – 
you know, if Deshaun goes there, they're a Super Bowl contender. I think they're one of the teams you put in there with the Rams. But but is it this year? Is it the year that he has to maybe be suspended four games, goes to a new team, then doesn't play, then jumps in midstream with a brand-new head coach? Really? They're going to pull that off? Their schedule is a little bit better than the Bucks, but it's not much better. It's still pretty difficult because you play the same division teams in the South. So, you know, hats off to him if he gets it done. But I think I think when it's all said and done, I think the Bucks will probably be uh, okay with Tom Brady coming back. Well, Obviously, they're okay. The goal is to win championships. Mm-hmm. Tom Brady winning a championship this season is better odds at this point than yes. Deshaun Watson winning a Super Bowl with the Bucks in any season of the next eight to ten years. Probably now, true. Depending on how they draft and other players and, you know, things. Yeah. Like, you know, it's possible five years from now, Deshaun Watson leading a Bucks team would have a better chance than Brady does this year. But right. when you're judging it from today, I'll take Tom Brady this season with the Bucks over any of Deshaun Watson's next ten years with the Bucks. Mm-hmm. Now, like I said, things change injuries and signings and they may the next three drafts draft so incredibly that the roster's so loaded that you know an average quarterback could take him there. I mean, who knows? I mean, you you don't yeah. you can't predict that part of the future. Right, right. But knowing what the Bucks have, Brady's third year in the offense, his contract situation a lot less, which gives you more to give to other players to bring in those pieces. I, I would take Tom Brady in that case because you have a better shot at winning another championship. And look, I I I know that from a football standpoint, like Watson has always been a great leader, you know, won a national championship at Clemson, played for two of them. Mm-hmm. Um, this whole thing that, that he's dealing with now is, is would seem to be out of character, but whatever. Uh, what I do know about Tom is how he changes an entire organization. I don't know that Watson's going to have that imprint. I don't know that Watson, because of his because of how he's coming to the New Orleans Saints or or, or Atlanta, wherever he ends up, I don't know that people are going to look at him with, with both eyes wide open or one eye closed. You know what I mean? Like my point is Brady's leadership and let's face it, you know, you can, we can all talk about Spygate and Deflategate and all that if you want to. Uh, but, but Brady, what he demands and what he gets and how he's able to win games sometimes with a lot less than what's on the other sideline. Uh, I'm not sure every quarterback can do that. And I know that the, the impact he will have, on the players that he plays with long after he's done, whenever that is next year, uh, two years from now, is going gonna, is gonna to continue uh, for some time. Now, Deshaun Watson has the opportunity now. You know, he's been dealt some adversity yeah. by his own actions. Own hand. Yeah. And, you know, you can take that one of several ways, mm-hmm. but you can rededicate yourself to become even a better leader, teammate, Absolutely. person. And, and, you know, the reports are it's pretty out of character for him. I, I don't know. Don't know him personally. Don't know what yeah. happened in those actions. And I'm not justifying anything. Right. But he can take this and become a better leader and kind of rededicate himself. I mean, he missed all the football last year. Michael Vick did it. Michael mm-hmm. Vick went to jail. Mm-hmm. He came out and started making commercials or, you know, mm-hmm. PSAs for PETA. Mm-hmm. He, and he was a tremendous leader. He, and he'll tell you, I was a selfish guy. I, I you know, wasn't the same player, you know, uh, when I not, athletically he might have taken a step or two back, not playing for two seasons, which is a, was a, a travesty for his career. But 
he played pretty well in Philadelphia and he became a different man. So you're right. Mm-hmm. This can't this can't change you for the positive too. And maybe he becomes that leader like Tom Brady that can yeah. change a culture and maybe and change the organization. Don't know. We'll see. Yeah. I mean, it, it, he's you know by all indications of his past is he's got a lot of that makeup that he could become that. Oh yeah, if he chooses to be. But a lot of it's going to be on him. Yeah. And it's just it's Brady. Right, it's Brady. Like, what are we witnessing? We're witnessing history here. A guy that's going to be forty-five years old that just led the NFL in passing. And do you have any doubt that week one, week two, week seventeen, if he's healthy and the guys, there's enough guys around him, that he doesn't give you a chance to win every single stinking game? There wasn't a game over the last two years. I'll be honest with you, really not one. I can think of one. You can think of one. The Saints game here. His first year on Sunday no. night. Well, that was a disaster, yeah. but I didn't go into that game. No, not thinking going they in. Were no. Gonna beat. no, correct. correct. What well, I was going to say is I don't remember going to the stadium thinking, you know what, they don't have a chance today. Yeah. Or this is going to be really, really hard for them today. Like, I felt like every game I watched him play, not only did they have a chance, but they were pretty likely they were going to win the game. He was going to find a way. And he were almost to the point, Steve, and this is weird for me because you know how many bad teams I've covered. It was almost like you were surprised if they lost not not like hey tough break got to give credit to the other team no you were like oh my god they lost they lost i didn't see that come like i mm-hmm. thought they'd play better i you think, know think you, of his first game so covid shuts sports world down no yep. off season workouts no preseason games no preseason games and he goes to new orleans mm-hmm. the cream of the crop in the division yep with Sean Payton and Drew Brees, mm-hmm. and a good defense, and everyone's like, ah, "This is a loss." And while the Bucks didn't play great, he didn't play great. He didn't play great. They were still in that game. Yep. First, you remember what he did the first drive of the first that he ever touched the ball for the Bucks. They went eighty-five yards, mm-hmm. and he spiked the ball. He scored on a, a touchdown himself, mm-hmm. and spiked the ball. And they lost, I think, by like twelve or something. Yeah, it was like 32 to 20 you know, or something and, like that. I mean, and New Orleans deserved the win in that. But right away, you were like, whoa. Mm-hmm. You know, they weren't supposed to be in this game. Right. Yeah, yeah. they were dealt a bad schedule hand mm-hmm. on that one, especially with COVID. Yeah. I mean, with all the factors of no practices and no this and COVID and going to the division champs in their place, just all everything that equated up to it. But yet they were still in that game. Yeah. To your earlier point, it was much worse when they came to Tampa. <laughs> that got out of hand real quick. It's, I'm telling you, man, I don't know what it is about the Saints. Somebody's, it's it's unbelievable. Of course, and and then of course the Saints are sitting here going, "Yeah, that's great. We've beaten them six straight times, or whatever it is." But what happened the year they won the Super Bowl? Right, we couldn't win that one. There's no we we couldn't let that we couldn't finish that one right. And to this day, there's guys on on the Bucks that I've talked to that said, "You know what? We if we lose to New Orleans, they're going to win it all." I was like, "Really?" I didn't think they would because Drew Brees' arm, whatever was left of it, was completely shot, and teams mm-hmm. knew it, and the Bucks knew it. That's why they were sitting on top of the receivers and squatting on everything. They had no fear he was going to throw it over their heads, and when he tried, uh, they intercepted him. But uh, New Orleans was still up 14, and or were going to go up 14. They were up mm-hmm. 7, and they had the ball you know, after completion to one of their tight ends. He's running across the Bucks 40, and then that's when Winfield stripped him and Devin White recovered, and that turned the whole game around. But, um, but they the, the Saints lost the one that mattered. I mean, that's that's the one that got away. They'll they'll never 
get that chance back. And that's why Brady, when you get him into the postseason, and, and, and the whole thing about him retiring, what was so shocking in a sense, not that, that a guy that's 44 years old would call it quits after 22 seasons. What was so shocking was um, you look at the Rams game and you go, man, I mean, who else could have kept them in that game? Who else could have brought them back from that many points down and get them in the end zone with under a minute to play, headed towards overtime and a possible win uh, against a Rams team that had that kind of lead? And only, only the play of Tom Brady with no offensive line, with almost no receivers, uh, the defense playing the way they did, could could put them in that position. And so that's why that's why it was so sort of surprising that, you know, he called it quits and he called it quits so early only to come back, you know, what, 40 days later. Um, but Brady was playing his best ball, and he knows it. And, and you know, talking to Clyde Christensen and others, it's just like, you know, he's playing because he knows he's still really good, and he knows he can win a championship. I don't know that Watson will win a championship the first year. If he does, hats off to him. Mm-hmm. Congratulations to the Saints. Maybe all they need to do is get rid of that Sean Payton guy. Who knows? But I don't see it. And I, I'm with you. I see Brady, if he gets in the postseason and has you know any chance of a home game or two, uh, they're going to be a tough out. And he's always a tough out. You know, he, he typically, last year was the outlier. Usually when he wins the Super Bowl, he doesn't win him back-to-back. He's the last guy to do that. But he usually gets to the championship game or the Super Bowl again. And last year was kind of an outlier that, he, that they went down after the divisional playoff. But you saw the game. It could have gone either way. So, pretty interesting question. Uh, Brady for one year or Deshaun Watson for who knows how many years? And that one's interesting to me. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. But next up, we'll see what, you know, Baker Mayfield does, who wants to trade. We'll see what Jameis Winston does. Uh, I saw a report by Josina Anderson that said Winston was talking to the Saints. Of course, if they didn't get Sean Watson. And the Indianapolis Colts, which I thought was an odd fit. Maybe. But maybe he goes in there and competes, right? Maybe it's not just, hey, it's your job. She got an offense built around that running game of Jonathan Taylor. Right. You got a good defense. No, I like the team. Mm-hmm. I like the team, but I would think you'd want a guy who protects the ball because you're going to run it and play defense, which usually protects the quarterback too. Um, I don't know. I don't know how he would do up there. It's the same. I mean, I thought Pittsburgh, but Pittsburgh really d- approaches it the same way. They run the ball and play mm-hmm. defense. I mean, is Jameis Winston an upgrade from – Carson, Carson Wentz. Wentz. Mm, mm, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I'm, I I was surprised they let go of Carson Wentz after one year. You know, the numbers looked better than his actual play. You couldn't get it done when he needed to uh, pretty much all season, especially the last week in Jacksonville. When was the last time Jameis went to the postseason? When, I know he got hurt last year, so maybe it's unfair. 
Um, but would he have gotten him there? I don't know. I don't know. Can you can you coach that turnover thing out of him? Mm, I don't know. It'd be it'd, it'd be interesting. He's gonna he you know he says he thinks he's a starter and he probably is in this league. He's one of at least thirty two players or quarterbacks I think that could start for somebody. But you got to find the right situation with the right team. That's a good team. Indianapolis is a really good team. I mean, they they kicked the guy to the curb that they gave up a lot of draft picks for and had in there for a year, and they said, "Ah, we've seen enough. And if you go in there after that, um, they're putting a lot of faith in you. So I don't know. I I thought that Garoppolo, Jimmy Garoppolo, would make a lot of sense to them. If Baker Mayfield falls out of Cleveland, I think he would make sense there a little bit. You know? Um, But it's... You know, James is going to wind up somewhere, I think. Unless this is it. I don't think this is it. I think it'll wind up somewhere. All right, so this might be, I'm going to say might be, this might be some of the best sporting events of the year, right? You've got March Madness going on, and for us locally, we've got Valspar. Valspar. And spring training is starting. And spring training games on today, right? There, there today? was there was a couple games on Thursday. The Rays start today, but like I think the Red Sox and Twins played today. I think the Cubs played out in Arizona today. Mm-hmm. But yeah, but for Friday, as, as you're hearing this podcast, Rays start their spring training. All the local teams do, as far as games go. The March Madness is going on. Valspar. The weather's beautiful. The Bucks have Tom Brady back. The Lightning are playing well. You know, I was outside. The birds were chirping a little bit louder today because TB12 was in town. The food tasted much better at my house. I don't know why. You're right. Spring is sprung. Yeah. And it's St. Patrick's Day. We didn't even mention that. As we're recording this at St. Patrick's Day. I know. I know. Well, my uh, and we won't be on long because uh, my friend down the street, Frank the Beer Man, he has... Uh, uh, he has been brining and, and and making corned beef for about a week now. Is he Frank the Irish whiskey man now today? Uh, yeah, he'll be yeah he'll be Frank whatever you're drinking, to, uh, man. <laughs> to be honest with you, but um, he and I both have bars in our in our homes. But it, it's uh, the corned beef. Now I'm not a. I'll be honest. You know, my mom. Her name is Alexandra. Alexander. They're from Ireland. They've traced you know back to the house. All that. I have never been. Uh, a cabbage guy. I know corn, is it corned beef and cabbage? Is that what goes together? That's correct. Yeah, I'm not one right. either. Even though so I'm not, half I've my never family's been, Irish. Does that make me not Irish? Perhaps, but I like potatoes. Love potatoes. He has the potatoes. He cooked. He's cooked them all together. I'm telling you, this thing is going to be. It should be phenomenal. But um, yeah, so a happy St. Patrick's Day. Everybody's a little Irish on this day that we're taping. Hope you did it right and didn't go crazy and all of that, but, um, hope you did, so yeah, I mean, this, you know, hope you <laughs> did go crazy and did it right. Well, <laughs> you know, maybe not, maybe not feeling well and you listen to this podcast and that's waking you up a little bit perhaps, but I don't know. Is this, is this podcast a cure for a hangover? <laughs> well, <laughs> it might be cause it could put you to sleep and there is kind of like a golf nap. You know what I mean? Like when you're not feeling completely well, you turn on hello friends, Jim dance here at the 14th hole. Um, Got so that low, might be good. We got some low scores at Valspar. As Do we? As we're taping this, it's uh, five o'clock on Thursday. Yeah, five o'clock. Seven under is the leader. You got uh, three guys at six under. 
Several at five under. Did so. I see Sam Burns in second? Was it? Yeah, he's at Vegas six under. He's first? he's still on the course. He's on thir- He's uh, just finished thirteen. He's at six under. So, have you spent any time at the uh, at the Valspar? Have you walked the course out there? I have not. I need to do that sometime. Listen, the thing that you don't realize, and I grew up. You know, you know me. I'm 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 a native. Mm-hmm. I'm a one percenter here. Grew up in St. Pete. All that. Justin Thomas at minus four as we do this. He's on the tee. We'll give you a little play by play. Um. What I wasn't prepared for when I went out there a couple times and, uh, and, and watched this tournament, and one time I was inside the ropes, I was actually working. Don't ask me why. I was working the tournament. But when you walk this course, it's like you're in Georgia. There's a lot of pine trees, but there's a lot of hills. Like, you don't realize it, you know, because Florida is, you know, unquestionably flat, right? I mean, mm-hmm. we're, we're a couple of feet above sea level built on sand. But this particular place... And I used to live up this, uh, just down the street from this course. Um, it's hilly, and you feel it. You know, that's just, that's the part of golf that no one ever talks about. And it's like, oh, come on, they're playing golf. You can't ride the cars, carts, nope. right? You got to walk it. And I walked that course one day and covered it. I, I think I was following Tiger Woods, is what I was doing. And I'm telling you, I got home. I was sore. There's a lot of hills in this place. Mm-hmm. But it, it's, it makes it kind of cool because if you watch if you watch the tournament from a bird's eye view, you kind of you don't realize these guys are in Florida. It doesn't look like Florida; it's not flat. You yeah, know, every year I say I want to get out there to the tournament. I was going to so this cool. year, except now I've uh, added some spring training games this weekend. <laughs> yeah, to my, I was, my calendar. You no, know, I was so just going to say I was going to go. I was going to go do. today on Friday, but uh, now I'm working a spring training game instead. So. Steve's 21,000 jobs. He's now the uh, Pirates spring training guy. Unbelievable. But one day you got to do what you got to do. Yeah, I understand. And you got to do the the Hooters nest because it's not quite what it is. What is that tournament where everybody goes nuts? uh, That's out of Phoenix, the Phoenix Open. The Phoenix. It's not the Phoenix Open yet. Okay, yet. But it's got a little bit of that to it. It's got a little bit of that to it, man. I think it's like 16 or one of those holes, the finishing holes. It gets a little rowdy up there because, you know, Hooters, right? They're serving wings and beer. So who's not happy with that? Um, so they get a little rowdy, but uh, love the Valspar, and it's, it is a gorgeous. I think we might get a little rain tomorrow, one of these days. Um, but they're firing at some pins, man, and uh course looks good. It looks, looks beautiful. Good. looks beautiful. And it's a gorgeous day, as you know. So and March Madness, is your back, bracket busted already? No, because I've got Tennessee going to the finals, and I think they took well, care of until, until Michigan beats them on Saturday, and then. Oh, as we going head to head on that? Are we? <laughs> I'm not a Vol. I'm not a Vol. Me and Ronnie Lane, you know, we're we're big Vol fans. Um, I'm, I have no relationship with the Vols other than I covered them in the SEC two games, and I'm just here to tell you, I was I'm, I'm biased now because they were really good. They are, They're and the really SEC is a really good. You know, it's it's a really good conference. So, um. I'm impressed by them. Very balanced. But, uh, yeah, we'll see if they take care of Michigan. Michigan wasn't seeded that high, huh? Well, they barely got in the tournament. They had to win a yeah. few games down the stretch. So they've had I a, thought they would be better than that this year. They should have been. They had a lot of uh, freshmen, a highly recruited or touted freshman class, and they had a couple transfers. It just took them a long time to figure it out, and I don't even know if they fully figured it out yet. Coach of the year? Last yeah. year, not this year. Not last year, yeah. When you that's get ejected true. and suspended for five games, you're not going to win Coach of the Year <laughs> this year. <laughs> that's right. Yeah. It's hard getting votes after that. 
Yeah, Jonathan Vegas in the clubhouse at minus seven. Shot a 64. That'll work. It does work. Danny Lee. Danny Lee. No, it's not the same Danny Lee. I was thinking somebody else. Okay, I got the wrong guy. All I was right. going to tell you a story about Danny <laughs> Lee, but it's not that Danny Lee. So, but so a great, great Lee. sports weekend. I mean, baseball's back. Oh. I mean, it's spring training, beautiful. but base, you got baseball. If, if you just stay at home, you'll have Valspar on the TV, March Madness. March Madness. Baseball And games. the Lightning playing Saturday night. Lightning play Saturday night, 8 o'clock start on ABC, actually, on the big network. Mm-hmm. Not ESPN, but ABC Saturday night against the Rangers as they just got back from their road trip. Right. And, Which means and, they have no chance of winning this and game. And still, Tom Brady is back. So, you know, everything is good in the world in Tampa. We can, apparently, here. we can have nice things. This is why I got three TVs in my house, and Tom can't see his from his kitchen. That's the difference. <laughs> if you watch the show, you'll know the bit. Um, but that's that's the way it goes. You don't all right, get so, Yeah. All right. Well, uh, all I can say at this point is what? Enjoy your weekend, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, no, glutton for sports, you should enjoy it. Uh, careful with the corned beef and uh, especially the green beer and all of that. Uh, it's probably too late to warn you on it, but uh, I just did. We hope to see you back here on Monday. For Steve Versick, I am Rick Stroud of the Tampa Bay Times. Check out TampaBay.com, Tampa Bay Times, for all your free agent needs there with the Bucks. Have a great weekend, everybody. 